Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. Just looking back at at your City career you joined the club in in 98. Um, Did you get a sense of what uh, of what the club was like at that time the problems that that that, that were there? Well yeah I mean you know I was playing at Bolton at the time um, and obviously, you know, I think it was well sort of documented that, you know, City was going through a bit of a difficult period. Um, I think I I joined with eight games left um, and Joe, Willie Donaghy had just gone into the club. And I think, obviously, when as a footballer, when you see sort of that type of management team going, you know, and, and obviously strong management and strong coaches, you think, well, obviously, there's, there's going to be a good longer term sort of prospect for the club. So... I mean, I got the opportunity to join City and, and to be honest, I grabbed it with both hands and, uh, you know, I absolutely loved it, to be honest with you. When when you first spoke to Joe and, uh, and to Willie, what, what were they talking about in terms of the, the long-term planning? Because obviously at that time, it, it, City could have still stayed up, but it was, a, it, it was looking like a really tough task. Yeah, I mean, I think first and foremost, it was. A, I think the club was in a bit of a strange position because there was an awful lot of players. I think the club had been through... A situation where they'd changed managers and a lot of managers had sort of brought their new players in, and so there was a lot of players. You know, I think there was some maybe like fifty, sort of, you know, sixty professionals at the time in and around the club or out on loan. And at the time, I think you know, it's not like like today. I mean, that that was a really big squad for uh, you know a football club. At, you know, in them times, so we, I think Joe and Willie sort of talked a lot in the early stages about mentality. And creating a winning mentality and, and a workmanlike sort of approach to football, and I think there was possibly a feeling amongst the fans and maybe the club that there was sort of players at the time who were going into City for maybe a bit of an easy time, and that needed to change. And I think Joe and Willie certainly did that. From from the fans' point of view, was it was it a hostile place to play at Main Road at that time? Well, from my point of view, no. I mean, I I mean, I'm, I'm a Middlesbrough lad, and. and I love the sort of the passionate side and, and being a footballer, it comes with sort of, you know, when you're in the final line as a footballer, then, you know, you've got to take the ups and downs and criticisms that come along with it. And at the time, the club was underperforming and the team was underperforming. But one of the things Joe and Willie did straight away was they actually stopped the players warming up on the pitch. And we used to go in a minibus to a local school and warm up in a gym, come back and get straight in the change room and straight out on the pitch. So we'd arrive back at the ground probably about, I don't know, quarter to sort of 10 to 3 o'clock, you know, so we could just have a quick team talk and get on the pitch. And I think the theory behind that was to sort of let the lads not, one, get a bit of abuse on the, on the sideline when they were warming up, but two, you know, focus on the game rather than sort of the environment. And, you know, there was a little bit of negativity at the time, which was, you know, you could, a lot of fans would say it was justified. But I think Willie... Uh, and Joe did a lot to sort of steer the players away from that. Um, and the players, as I say, went off-site, come back and got straight into the game. 
I wanted to ask a bit about Willie Donerkey because he's. I, I spoke to him a few years ago, and he, he seems like somebody who's very much on the, kind of like the mental side of the game more than the many coaches would have been at that time. Is that is that fair? Oh, he's definitely yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, Willie used to work a lot about the mind. Um, he used to work work a lot. I mean, you, you've got to remember this was a long time ago, and, and I think footballers were very skeptical of sort of outside influences at the time, and you know. As a as a footballer, starting to think about your mindset and how you can improve your mindset, and you know even sort of meditation and things like that. You know, Willie brought them into the football club, um, and to be honest, at the time I was like any footballer thought, oh, well, you know, we don't need this. We're mentally strong with this, that, and the other. But you know, and, and one of the early things they did was bring in a sports scientist called, sorry, sports psychologist called Bill Bezik who I think did a little bit of work with England with Steve McLaren and he did actually end up at Middlesbrough at one point. So he, he sort of came in and it was really all about being positive when you went onto the football pitch and don't be fearful of, you know, the situation because obviously City's a big club and obviously it, it sort of had a, you know, it, it could be an intimidating crowd and I think, you know, trying to get the players just to keep calm and play, you know, in that environment was a bit of a challenge and I think, you know, Willie and Joe did as much as they could to to help the players in that you know that that situation, but certainly from you know from from my point of view and, and sort of meditating and things like that it was all a little bit strange and it, and it was totally different to what I had in previous clubs. So you know it was something you had to be open minded with and and try and you know give it a chance really. Um, and I do think in a, in a very strange way the penalties. You know, in the playoff final, I think the lads were actually in a position where they could actually focus on what the job was rather than, you know, getting carried away with win lose or whatever. And I think in the long run, I did. I, I think it did have a positive effect on the on the players and the team. Now, obviously, uh, there was the QPR game in the in the second last game of the season. There was there was the own goal that you scored in the in the first <laughs> half. Um, yeah. How I mean, like when you think back of it now, how, how often do you still think about it? Well, I coach young players and they remind me every day. So it's, uh, you know, it, I mean, from my personal point of view, I mean, your goal was, was horrendous because I went into the club and I'll be honest with you, the fans made me so welcome and I, I loved the club from the first minute I walked through the doors. And to score my own goal, I mean, it, it was a very strange game. Um, and it, it, was even, it was even a little bit strange. For some reason, on the night before, on the Friday, I was actually watching... A video of own goals and gaffes, which I've never done before. And my wife said, I can't believe you're watching that before a game. And then I actually did it. And it was just like, oh, it was, it was horrendous. But I've got to say, to this day, you know, even although there's been a lot of banter about the goal and things like that, and obviously, you know, it had a massive effect on the club, but the fans have been brilliant with me. Absolutely superb. And even on the day in, in where there was so much emotion and, you know, it was such a difficult day because obviously the result was so important to us. You know the fans were fantastic, and, I, and I'll never forget that level of support. And as I say, the you know a lot of people used to say, "Well, it was hard to play at Man City." I didn't find that. I thought the fans were brilliant. They just wanted some honesty, and they wanted some, you know, they wanted players who wanted to be there for the club. And I made a mistake, and it was something I've obviously, you know, I'm devastated over. But as I say, the fans really made it easy for me because they were superb. Have you ever have you ever spoken to Martin Margitson about it since? Well, we've never actually gone through it in, in, I mean, 
you know, we've never sort of discussed it of like what happened because I mean there was actually a couple. I don't know if you remember the second goal. I think there was another goal that was a little bit strange where I think Martin and actually there was a free kick and they give it to their centre forward or their player who you know squared it in the score. So it was a, there was a couple of sort of we 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 both sort of made a couple of errors there. But I think it was just one of the things when I when I've sort of hooked the ball over and then I've looked. Obviously, Martin was on his line, and then I've sort of I'm in mid air, and he's come off his line. And as he's done that, obviously I've judged the header, but it's, it's obviously gone past him and gone in. So it was obviously, you know, and you know, as I say, it was a, it was the only own goal I'd scored in my career, to be honest. And it was it was devastating, and you know, it's it's obviously you know something I've got to got to live with. But the kids find it you know highly amusing when I'm coaching them. I was going to say, in terms of in terms of that, and, and in terms of the the sort, of, you mentioned the banter that that football fans and football players have. Um, have. Have you ever been able to live it down? Well, absolutely not. I mean, you know, I mean the QPR fans, because obviously QPR fans stand. You know, they sort of, you know, they stayed up through that own goal, really. In, in you know, being honest about it, and um, it was strange because the following Christmas, I got an absolute boatload of Christmas cards of QPR fans. And, you know, when we played them and they were singing, you know, there's only one Jamie Pollock. So I was a favourite amongst the QPR fans, which, you know, obviously you've got to take tongue-in-cheek because that's the football and that's banter. But I found out a number of years actually after that that the QPR fans had a vote to see who was the player of the year and they reckon that the QPR players were so poor during the season. I actually won the player of the year for QPR and I'm the only player to ever win a player of the year for the club I never played for. <laughs> so... It was quite strange in that respect. Now, obviously, the the final day of the season at uh, at Stoke, um, City needed to win. They needed a couple of results to go their way. How much did you know on the pitch that things weren't going your way elsewhere? You know, I can I can remember you know doing what we needed to do. Um, you know, the gaffer had set us up in a very positive manner, and he, he said we've got to go and attack the game. So we went off and we got off to a flyer. We got some goals up, and I think it was from my point of view. It was about, I think we were 4-1 up where we were sort of like trying to get a, a little bit of an idea what was going on elsewhere. And I think we had a corner and a couple of the fans, you know, I'd said a couple of fans, that, you know, what's the scores and everyone was going against us. So even though we put on a strong performance in the last game of the season, it was so disappointing to see that, you know, the results were, had gone against us. And, and I, if I'm honest, I think some of, the, some of the teams who were playing in that last game of the season could have done a little bit more and... and you know, played a bit stronger in in the final game, but I think it, it sort of capped off what had been a really difficult period for the club. And in in a funny way, that might have been the start of the you know the the change around at the club and the change around mentality and you know probably the need to to start again and go again. I was going to say it's easy to say in in hindsight that it was that it was the kick up the backside that it that it needed sort of thing, but it did offer the opportunity to you know to freshen the squad up and to you know to to, to actually start winning games again, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, you know, as I said, I, you know, talking about mentality and and sort of uh, you know the, the club was in. A, I think I think for all you know, we we had a lot of good players at the club. I think we needed a stronger mentality and a more focused approach to winning. Um, you know. I think as a team, as a club, we'd become a little bit too soft, a little bit too easy to turn over. Um, and obviously, you know, we knew, you know, even being relegated, just because of the size and the nature of the club, you know, I think, you know, the, the early start of the sort of the following season was very difficult after relegation because it was everybody's cup final, everybody wanted to beat us. We were playing at stadiums we probably weren't used to playing. 
we were having referees who were probably not at the standard, you know, the higher level. So there was a lot of sort of, you know, difficult decisions made against us. But we, we, we had to put up with that. And I, as I say, I think it took a little bit of time and it took a little bit of patience. But eventually, you know, the whole atmosphere within the change room and the whole attitude within the club, you know, it, it changed massively. And it was one about winning. It was one about, you know, respecting the club. It was one about doing things. And I think, you know, I, you know, a lot of fans would possibly look at it at the time and say, well, at the time, you know, there was maybe a lot of big earners at the club who, who was sort of underperforming or coming to the end of contracts or, or sitting on contracts and things like that. And I think there was a lot of things behind the scenes that needed dealing with. And as I say, I think the perfect, you know, partnership for that was obviously Joe and Willie. You know, Willie did a lot of work. I mean, Willie did all the work on the training ground and Joe did a lot of the wheeling, dealing and bringing players in and moving players on. And and it, and it does take time when you're, you're sort of in a transition and we were in a transition. But the one thing that, you know, changed within the football club was obviously mentality and desire to win and desire to play for the club. And I think that with the sort of two promotions that followed, I think it's probably fair to say we weren't technically the greatest team in the league, but we were certainly the most hungry, certainly the most passionate to get back and get the club back to where it was. Because as players, we didn't want to be sat in the division we were in. And, you know, certainly from our point of view, I, I, I felt absolutely desperate to get promoted because of obviously what happened with your own goal. And, you know, basically I went in with eight games to go to help try, you know, the, for the club to survive. But unfortunately, we couldn't do that. Um, you know, so it was, as I say, it was very important that the club did rebound and, and the club did. Now, obviously, at the, at the time as well, that, that summer, City lost uh, Georgie Kinklancy. The decision was made to, to sell him on to Ajax. Um, what was he like to play with in the short time that, that, that you played with him? Oh, I mean, absolutely fantastic footballer. Um, you know, I mean, his ability and, and, and you know, an absolute international, you know, an, an international player, no doubt about it. But I think if you look at where the club was and what the club needed, it was probably the best decision for both parties in many respects. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think, you know, it was an absolute, you know, privilege to play alongside, you know, and, you know, and I'll be honest, from my point of view, to be able to get the ball and give it to someone of that nature and that ability was absolutely superb. But we were in a dogfight and we were in a bit of a scrap. And I think it would have been wrong to ask a player of that quality to come down and play, you know, in, in that division um, at the time. And, we needed to fight back. We needed to battle back. And I think, you know, as I say, it was probably it was probably a hard decision for the club, but probably the best for both parties at the time. Do you remember the turning point of that 98-99 season? I, I, a lot of fans talk about the, the York away game, but the following game at Wrexham. Yeah, I mean, I, I think from my point of view, I think it was the York game in many respects because after the York game... Um, I think we we sat down in the changing room for probably oh, maybe an hour, an hour and a half, and 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 it was it was a very very strong conversation, um, and I think you know some some of the senior players expressed views and opinions. Obviously, the gaffer did, and I think it was a case of like, right, come on, we've got to really get together now. We've got to really turn this corner, and I, and I think the conversation. After after the game, sort of was probably the early steps of what came after that, and and obviously you know that was a big turning point, um, and and I think I think there was a little change of fortune as well because I think 
you know, in the, in the early part of that division, I think there was, as I say, little things going against us. Um, and, and sometimes you get that in football and you've got to just deal with it. You can't use it as an excuse, but you've just got to dust yourself down. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep believing. And I think that's what shone through from the management. You know, the management team kept believing. They kept believing in the group of players we had and they kept believing in the philosophies they had. And eventually that, that came through. Now, I want to ask you, um, what happened at Bournemouth? Oh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, again, I, 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 like, you know, I'm not going to more. I mean, obviously, I went through a, a crazy little spell of getting sent off. Um, and to be honest, in my career, I didn't get sent off that many times. I think I think it was five times overall in my career, and three of them within sort of space of six weeks, playing for City. And I think, from my point of view, I was just trying to be competitive. That was my, the nature of my game. And, you know, I wanted to compete. I wanted to do well for the club. But I, I think they were probably the two softest sending offs I've ever seen, you know, in my career. Um and but it's there's nothing you can do. You you know, once you sent off, there's no way you can go with it. Obviously the referee's made his decision and then that's final. So we felt like well I certainly felt aggrieved. I mean I think out my three sending offs, I think one of them was definitely deserved, I think, but the other two were a little bit soft. Uh certainly in them days, you know, in them days where things, you know, they're not it's it's not like it is today. You know, in them days, you could sort of get a little away with a little bit more. You know what I mean? So, it was frustrating. But obviously, again, I think, as I said, there's, there's times where I thought referees weren't really up to the standard at that time in that division. Now, obviously, I've uh, I, I spoke to Kevin Holock as well a, a few years ago, and he uh, he talks of uh, after his red card, walking into the changing rooms, and, and you were there, and you'd said to him, "What what have you been sent off for?" And he said, "I don't know." And then it turns out that that it was uh, for walking aggressively towards the referee, as he says. <laughs> uh, what what yeah. did you make of that? Well, it's just absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous. And I think that's you know, I I don't I genuinely, honestly, one hundred percent don't think that would have happened. You know, if we'd have been at the time in a higher level. There was some poor referees. It made the job so much harder. But as I say, we had to overcome that. We had to. I think we all got to a point where we realised that we weren't going to get a lot from referees. Um, we had to just put up with that and just try and sort of, uh, you know, win the game on our own merit. Obviously, that second half of the season was a was a complete contrast to the first half of the season. How did it suddenly feel to to be going into games, you know, and uh, and have the confidence of having a run of wins behind you? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, it's. I, I think there's, you know, you can't beat that win feeling as a footballer. You know, going out there, coming off the pitch with three points, having a win, it just absolutely, you know, the the the, the whole confidence just flies. But when you're at a club like City, and there's so much passion, there's so much noise, and you're alleviating some of the frustrations that obviously the fans had been through, and and I I, I often talk about you know the difficult times at City because obviously City now is a fantastic football club it's it's got a lot of success and you know people talk about glory fans and, and things like that. And, I, and I always argue against that because for me I think one of the best supported clubs at the time in the country was, was City and the amount of support we got I know there was criticisms and there was frustrations and they were all surrounding the performance and maybe the underachieving at times the fans were fantastic. They were absolutely superb. And I, and I always say the best fans in the world because I genuinely believe that. And I know it was a tough time, but as a player, I always felt that, you know, they did give some players hard times and they did give, you know, the team a hard time at times. But they were always there for us and they always turned out in massive numbers. 
whatever we played in that division, I felt we were playing at home because whatever ground we went to, we, we had more fans than anybody. And I, I always remember that. I mean, I, at the time, I had a little spell as being the captain and I went round to a lot of the sort of, sort of social clubs in and around the area because the club was massive on, you know, the community. And, and I did quite a number of um, talks, you know, while I was at my time at City. And, and the fans were absolutely superb. You know, the passion and the desire for the club was just... Honestly, I'll, I'll never forget that. And, you know, I played for a number of different clubs, but i I never seen at, at different clubs that level of passion that i seen at City. How how did it feel then towards the end of the season uh, to, to see City get to Wembley, but then to, to not make the squad? Very, very frustrating. Um Obviously, understandable. Um, I think at the time, you know, you know, the gaffer, you know, he's got to make his decisions. Um, you know, he's got to go with what he feels right on the day. Um, and I think it was myself and Tommy Wright who were uh, to travel down with the team, but we, we just didn't, you know, make the cut. And it, it was, it's funny actually because throughout like my career, Wembley seemed to avoid me. Um, when I was at Middlesbrough, Bolton went to Wembley. When I was at Bolton, Middlesbrough went to Wembley, and. Every team I seemed to like, you know, I wasn't at or I'd played for, I seemed to get to Wembley. So it was a bit bit strange, but that was something that'll always disappoint me. But the the day wasn't about me, the day was about promotion. Um, and it was absolutely fantastic because I can generally sit here and say we were sort of obviously two, we were sat on the bench, on the bench um, with the lads, you know, me and Tommy, and uh, we were getting a bit of stick. Um, you know, we were two 0 down. We were getting a bit of stick, and obviously the famous photo of ninety minutes and two 0 down, and then to pull that back, oh, it was just the greatest feeling ever. I mean, it was just incredible. You know, it's something that you dream about. It's something that you know, um, well, you just dream about as a kid. And I'll be honest, even though I wasn't on the pitch, I was, I still was very made was very part of the squad and the group of players were, were fantastic and I know this might sound ridiculous when you're actually not playing I think sometimes you can actually celebrate a little bit more because you're watching it and you're not playing it and we certainly celebrated and it was a fantastic achievement from the lads and I mean you know I don't I don't think you'll ever see anything like that again really it was just unbelievable I was going to say at 2-0 hand on heart did you think it had gone oh I mean well if I if I'd said I still believe we were going to win. You'd, you'd probably think I'd cracked up. You know what I mean? I mean, if you, you know, to sit there looking at the scoreboard, saying ninety minutes gone, two 0 down, and the best thing for us was that they actually thought they'd won it, and they just turned off for that split second, and it was bang bang, and we we're obviously back in the game. But even then, we still had a job to do, and that's why the penalties. I mean, the lads were absolutely ice cold, ice cool on the penalties, and. You know, it was obviously weeds and what have you. It was just absolutely, uh, it was an absolute unbelievable finish to the season. And I think if you'd have said to every player, you know, would you rather get promoted from an easy point of view or would you like it to go to sort of the, the sort of excitement? If you're on the right side of that excitement and you actually get the win, you take that all day long because the emotion of it and the celebrations of it was absolutely unbelievable. And the turnaround was just Absolutely incredible. But again, I think that was all the work that had been done on the training ground regarding mentality and not giving up. I think nine times, nine, nine out of ten teams at that particular time would have given up at 90 minutes and 2 0 down. But that was the mentality and that was the change. That was what had happened to the football club under John Willie. 
they'd changed the mentality and nobody was going to surrender and nobody was going to give up. And to get that result was just incredible. How much of the the following promotion the next year from from Division One back to the Premier League? How much of that was was down to that uh, kind of momentum that had been built over that season? Well, it was just all one way. I mean, you know, from that point, everybody's back in that training, everybody's right, everybody's ready. You know, everybody's chomping at the bit. You know, competition grows. Obviously, bring a few players in that creates a, you know stronger outfit, <coughs> and and the belief, the momentum. And I think, you know, again, with, with, the, with the fans behind us and with the, you know, the ambitions of the club and, and you know, we, we were trying to get back to where, as a football club, we belonged. And every game was, a, you know, an absolute, you know, a, an absolute pleasure to be involved with. And it was, and, and the belief amongst the lads, but our fitness levels at the time were very high as well. You know, in terms, you know, with your mentality, I mean, I can remember, I think we, I can't remember where we played, but in the warm-up, I think we'd done something like one of the hardest warm-ups I've probably ever done in football. Willie had, you know, 30 minutes of really hard work. Our warm-ups were always quite intense and the opposition lads are saying, bloody hell, you're going to be knackered in the last 30 minutes. I don't know, you, you know, you can't, you're going to be wrecked. But we weren't, it was actually the reverse. The last 30 minutes of games, we used to start to really kick on fitness-wise. And again, that was all about the philosophy within the club. That was about, the, you know, the the demands of Willie uh, and Joe. But Willie, as a, as a coach, was a very honest, very strong, determined coach. And, you know, he was very clear what he wanted. And he wanted his players to be fit. He wanted his players to be hungry and, and give everything, you know, 100%. And if you did that, they used to back you 100%. Now, obviously, uh, final day of the season drama was following City round at that time because they needed to win at Blackburn to make sure of, of promotion. Um, you started that game and Blackburn were hitting the woodwork left, right and centre. What, what do you remember of all of that? Yeah, I think, I think we, it was one of them games where, for us, we had a lot of energy. You know, we had a lot of nervous energy. We, we were desperate to obviously win the game. So, um I don't think at the time Blackburn were playing for anything. So they're obviously good at, they could go into the game a lot more relaxed than ourselves. What we did is we were determined to win the game. We were anxious to win the game. And I think we started off very poorly, possibly a little bit nervous, a little bit um a little bit safe. And and we went one nil down, didn't we? So that sort of kicked everything into, you know, into sort of Action was well, certainly half time. You know, the gaffer got us in and he said, Look, you've got to start approaching us a bit more, you know, positive. And I think the second half, we, we, everyone like sort of lifted the game. Actually, went off at half time, but the lads in the second half really lifted. And I think we we sort of just went for it. And obviously, you know, it was just again, maybe a little bit of fortune, but the fortune comes with the hard work you put in. Um, and the lads had put a lot of work in over, you know, we'd all put a lot of work in over the season. And, and I think that again end of the season was justified and, and it ended up being a great win and a, another great celebration and you know in you know I was sort of with the club just over two years and one relegation and two promotions certainly a roller coaster and it was it, you know it was fantastic to be part of the club because obviously you know it was it was on its way back I was speaking to Nicky Weaver about that game and there was a moment in the second half where Ashley Ward cut inside and, and bent a shot around him and it hit the post and dropped straight back into his hands. Uh, and he said at that point, I, I, at that point, I just thought, we can't lose this. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, all successful teams need that little bit of fortune and we'd had enough 
you know, we'd had enough where things had gone against us. So I think we deserved a little bit of fortune. Um, you know, and you know, that's the end of the season, isn't it? You know, pe- the end of the season always brings up strange results because some people are on the holidays, some people are determined to finish strong. And you, you don't always quite know what you're going to get. You know, some teams will be saying, hang on, City want to get promoted here, let's stop them. So it was a tough place to go, um, a very tough place to go. And to get the result we did was superb. And then that was it, just, you know, the celebrations and the fans are absolutely superb. You know, we all went back into Manchester and, you know, as I say, with the end of the season, just being there, you see everyone in the change room celebrating, whatever, just, just absolutely superb memories. Did it? Did going up to the Premier League that year? Did did that kind of put a box on on your City career after the own goal sort of thing? It, it kind of made everything right again. Does that make sense? Well, I think I wouldn't. I mean, obviously, you know, I was part of the story. I was a chapter in it, and obviously, scoring my own goal is not something you set out to do as a footballer. But you know, these things happen, and you've got to. You know, at the end of the day, you've you've got to move on, uh, and you've got to. You know, I certainly didn't go on the football pitch um, to create a problem. I didn't go on the football pitch to, to make a mistake. And I think if you let things like that worry you, then you can't go forward in life and you can't go forward in football. So, But it was definitely something that I felt so relieved to see the club back to where, you know, obviously we belonged. Um, it was fantastic to see, you know, and to be part of it. And, and you know, there was... It was times I was playing in different positions. There was times I was on the bench. There was times I was, you know, fully involved. I went through spells like, like most players did. But to be part of something of that nature is something that you'll never forget. It's a memory you'll never forget. It's an experience you'll never forget. And to be part of that group was absolutely superb. You know, I made a lot of good friends, a lot of good people there, and and, and to get, you know, to, to sort of move on and say, well, yes, we got relegated, but yes, we got promoted. And now the club is back, you know, where it needs to be. Um, and and it was, again, it was just, you know, a lot of hard work had been put in and, and the results were there for that, which sometimes you, you don't always get in football. You can put a lot of work in and not get the results, but, you know, we we put the work in and, and we got the results. 